today as we talk about the mind bender at uh, West Edmonton Mall. Some of you bringing up the drop of doom as well. Uh, Don says, Jay, the mind bender was great, but the old drop of doom was terrifying. I did it once and never again. If you have a memory of, um, you know, the mind bender or uh, the drop of doom, whatever it is, let me know. 780-496-0063. All of this as we received word yesterday that, yeah, the mind bender. Uh, it's going to be decommissioned, it's going to be taken apart, removed uh, from Galaxy Land at West Edmonton Mall. And uh, something else will be going in there. The officials at WEM have said uh, they'll let us know about what is going in there over the uh, coming months. I know there's a number of people who are saying, okay, you know what, maybe need to have another adult ride in there because there's a lot of little kids' rides in there. But we'll see what, we'll see what happens. Uh, our next guest this afternoon, boy, oh boy, uh, was, uh, I think, a labor of love for him him for years he helped build the mind bender and in fact was the second person to ride it Stuart Houston of course you'll know him as a current counselor with the city of Spruce Grove but was mayor from 2007 to 2021 counselor Houston welcome back to the show well thank you thank you and thank you for for the call I was kind of uh we all were kind of taken aback by the announcement uh, about the mind bender, but uh, kind of hit home when I heard it on the radio. That's for sure. Yeah. So tell me, what went through your mind when you heard about this yesterday? Well, I'm not surprised. You know, the previous guests had kind of indicated, you know, roller coasters do have a certain life, but you know, the the structure itself, you know, when you consider the number of cycles it's had with a, you know, you know, three-ton car ro roaring around mm -hmm. it. You know, it's an incredible uh, work of uh, German engineering with Anton Schwarzkopf, no question. Stuart, uh, you were an iron worker um, at, uh, at the time, back in 1985, and in a Facebook post, and I saw this last night, and I was like, oh my goodness, I got to get Stuart on the, on the phone to talk about this. You helped put it together. What was it like putting that massive structure together? Well, it was incredibly challenging. Uh, we, we did the roof part first, of course. Uh, we put the rooftop, and we had to put the loops up uh, before we put the roof on because the loops came in three big segments, so we had to do that separately. So the loops were installed before the roof went on, and then we went inside with a 55-ton uh, uh, all-terrain uh, crane and uh, started erecting it. It was, a, it was an incredibly challenging project, I, I've got to say, because... I mean, when you look at it, uh, the towers that we had to stand, we actually had to go up in a man cage and bolt a little chair on to go sit on it wow. for somewhere to perch, <laughs> you know, to put the next section in. But the difficulty uh, of uh, installing the actual track was the track had to be hung in exactly the position that it would be when it was in position. In other words, on the big drops where it was on about a 45-degree angle mm -hmm. and it was it was banked right to the left side, we had to hang the track right in that spot. And a lot of times we had to send it back down because we just couldn't connect it. And it was just an incredible piece of uh, engineering that when it went together, it was... Uh, I've, I've connected a lot of steel, and that, that, <laughs> that is the best steel I've ever connected. So how long did it take to build? Well, the actual track, I think we worked on it for, it was about three and a half months by the time we uh, we got all the structural stuff done. And then, of course, we went, uh, we did a number of, uh, we went for, I was there during all the testing and everything and that as well. And so when you, you take a look at the, at, you know, uh, all the testing and, you know, how how that happens, if, I, if I, I've been told you were the second person to officially ride the Mindbender? 
I was. <laughs> and uh, the first one was the uh, young German engineer that they had sent over. And on the very first drop, when we first ran the ride, it went down the first big drop spiral, and it never made it all the way back up. <laughs> and I had to rig up uh, cranes or a crane and a bunch of rigging, and we had to pull that thing up manually back up into the brake station to loosen the wheels off. The wheels were too tight. That was the first run. <laughs> you were second run, so tell me about strapping in and, and what you remember of that. Well, it was, uh, well, I know that uh, the top part of the first loop, there's an area, well, you pull about five and a half Gs, and it, I grayed out. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was quite quite a surprise, but I, I, I remember um, looking back on it when we were putting the track section in, and keep every time we put another section in, I'd look back down and think to myself, it was 136 feet high, you know, and it was... Yeah. We'd look down and say, wow, this is going to be something else. But it really was. Stuart Houston joining me on the phone this afternoon. Stuart, how, how many times did you ride it in your oh, years? I, pro I probably rode it maybe maybe 40 or 50 times. But I think the one uh, gentleman was talking about, we had that group come up from the United States. There was about 35 of them that flew up here. They're called the Roller Coaster Enthusiasts of America. Yeah. <laughs> and they said inch for inch that was the best roller coaster they'd ever ridden. So it's kind of an iconic symbol for our city and was really kind of, kind of proud to be a part of it back in the day. Yeah, well, R.D., who I had on, he said its history and reputation is legendary in the coaster community. It is an icon. He said he described it as one of the greatest rides ever built, one that has little competition for a truly amazing and thrilling ride. Stuart, I have to ask you, I mean, you know, a year after it opened, the accident happened, and and boy, oh boy, that uh, you know how how you know devastating in so many ways. Um, and I'm sure you remember that day just as clearly as the day that you went for that first ride. Well, it was about three months after I had started there, and uh, you know the accident really affected all of us. And we, um, you know, I was called in that night, and it was a memory that I'll never forget. But. At the end of the day, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, testing that went on after that to ensure it was, uh, you know, safe to reopen and there was inquiry and, you know, the uh, results of the accident were uh, were made public. And uh, you know what? Uh, it went back into service and uh, never had another glitch after that. So because it spoke to the integrity that we had at, as a company to do that. Yeah, because you, you went on to, you were the structural system supervisor for the parks. I mean, this was yeah. your job. Yeah, I worked there for 30 years after that, actually. That was a part of my career before. And, so, uh, can you give us some insight into how those rides are maintained? And, and I've never had an opportunity to talk with someone who, who did that for a living or who was responsible for that, you know, making sure that you know, the rides are, are safe to go. Well, there's a full comprehensive uh, program that was implemented by the mall. There's incredible safety checks that are, are done every day, like bolts and everything are checked. There's there's weekly, there's daily, weekly, monthly, annual checks, and those rides are basically completely taken almost right apart, other than the Mindbender track, and uh, reassembled with all new pins and all new bushings and all new bolts and everything else. So they have a very, very very good program now and um, you know it speaks to the uh, you know the dedication they've had to ensure you know safe access for everybody but some exciting news coming on what's going in there do you know can you tell us no nope. 
Oh. No, <laughs> but if I tell you, you won't tell anybody? I won't tell anybody <laughs> at all, Stuart. No one, no one at all. <laughs> no, they haven't even told me, so it's a big secret. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure based on how the mall operates, it's going to be spectacular, whatever they do, and it may be one ride or maybe a combination of there. But we'll see what, what comes out of that. But, you know, it, they, they go big all the time, and, uh, you know, they're first class. Before I let you go, I mean, I'm getting a lot of texts about the drop of doom as well. People say, that that one was just as scary if not more scary you worked on that uh you worked on that ride as well pretty much yeah we that was the first ride actually we installed uh before we even put any of the roofs on and we we put the drop of doom on it was a swiss-based ride and worked worked on that as well but that uh structure uh we got sold to another company in the united states but yeah, pretty much all the rides, uh, you know, that even the mini coaster and all the spinning coaster and stuff, I had a big opportunity to be a part of. A lot of fingerprints of mine all over the ball. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I was just looking, you take a look at all the careers that you've had over the years as far as, you know, you know, being an iron worker, I mean, a pilot, a flying instructor, a flying instructor, military officer, a politician. You've kind of covered a lot of, a lot of ground, Stuart. <laughs> yeah, interesting. It's been very, a very career but interesting <laughs> <laughs> well Stuart thank you for joining me this afternoon and uh, and having a chat uh, about the mind bender and and your memories of it as as you know a lot of folks are you know rolling those memories through their mind right now after yesterday's news I sure appreciate it yeah thanks and nice nice chat with you again Jillian yeah take care that is Stuart Houston joining us of course uh, right now he's a counselor with the city of Spruce Grove uh, but he was mayor uh, of Spruce Grove from 2007 to 2021 yeah he'd put up a really great Facebook post uh, last night saying must say I'm going to miss the iconic mind bender roller coaster and, and gave some memories about putting all of those pieces together so great to hear from him what that was like and mm, he seemed you know he's not going to share what it's going to be next but I suspect well fingers crossed it's going to be as uh, as exciting 